Larry Weber is an educator, author, and naturalist, and he joins us every Friday for Backyard Almanac. Larry's on the line. Larry, it's a winter wonderland out there. How are you doing? I'm doing just fine. Uh, it's interesting because uh, last week I spoke about all the remarkable colors that we had, and I said, made comments like it was maybe the most colorful time of the year. Uh, not only did we have the reds and the oranges and the yellows in the tree leaves, but we also had one day, of, uh, Thursday of last week, where we had a couple of rainbows to add to that. Well, this week, we have some more color to add to the whole thing. Uh, yeah, not quite what we saw last week, but uh, let's forget the snow for a second and go back to Monday and Tuesday. Monday and Tuesday, we had clear skies. It got quite warm. It got so warm on Tuesday that we approached 80 degrees, well, it uh, made me think of something that comes up almost every October, and that is this expression of uh, October's bright blue weather. That was taken from a poem written by Helen Hunt Jackson uh, like 150 years ago. And uh, yes, we can still see it on many of the October days, and we sure saw it on those days. And like I said, almost 80 degrees. That was Tuesday. Wednesday, the high temperature was in the mid-50s. Uh, Thursday, yesterday, the high temperature was in the low 40s. And today we may not get out of the 30s. So that's also a fact of October. The snow that was forecasted was only forecasted to be kind of uh, light snow. And yesterday during my walk, I walked in flurries for the first time. I was not quite expecting the snow cover that we got this morning. And where I am, it was two to three inches of snow. And it's really a beautiful blending of seasons. Uh, you can look out on the tree color and many of the trees still have their leaves. We haven't yet experienced the big leaf drop, which usually happens before the 20th of October. So this next week, I'm expecting to see a big leaf drop, and many of the trees that now still have leaves uh, will be bare at that time. Usually it is rains and strong winds that are the things that bring it bring them down, and we did have both this week. It's also interesting that this week we had, uh, during the night of the 11th, we had a thunder shower. We did not, however, have a lot of rain. So the, let's look at the positive side of this snow. First of all, it's absolutely beautiful. I'm looking out right Right now, to looking at a sumac, which has still got bright red leaves, and they're coated with snow. I'm also looking at a few other trees that have yellow leaves that are coated with snow. But besides the beauty, there is also, uh, this is a temp uh, snow in the 30s, and snow in the 30s tend to be wet, and we need the moisture. We are approaching the first half of October, and we are above normal in temperature and way below normal in precipitation. Even the thundershow that we had that came over gave very little. The Weather Service recorded virtually nothing. Now, in my house, I had about three-eighths of an inch of rain, but that was the biggest we've had for the whole month so far. Now, today's precipitation in the form of snow is going to help a great deal, but we need more as we continue through this month. So, yes, get out and take a look before it all melts. It's spectacular. October snows are nothing new. We get them virtually every year. Yes, Last year, no, it was an exception. 
We did not. Two years ago, however, we were the second snowiest uh, October on record when uh, 12 inches of snow fell through the month of October. Uh, in addition to that, the days continue to get shorter. We are now at about 11 hours of daylight, and of course that means there's plenty of migration going on. Uh, Hawk Ridge, the, the uh, different raptors that come across change as we go through the fall, but they continue to come across. Right now, sharp-shinned hawks seem to be the ones that are most abundant, but there's also red-tailed hawks. There's American kestrels, there's turkey vultures, there's northern harriers, uh, bald eagles. These are all coming over. And then at night, there are the movement of these little owls called the salt-wet owls. This is really interesting. Most of us don't hear about it and don't certainly don't see it. Uh, but they they fly through every fall, and many are caught at Hawk Ridge at the band of banding station. Uh, they've had nights where they've caught more than 100, and so it's an interesting thing to see. On the other side, there's songbirds that can migrate through. I still being seeing every day, I see sparrows of some sort. Yellow rump warbler seen again this week. Hermit thrush seen this week. Flock of uh, horn larks, which is an interesting bird. I saw that this week. But maybe the biggest surprise bird-wise is that I saw a loon. Now, we thought of, think of the loons as being long gone. But in the world of the loons, their migration is such that the adults take off first in the fall. The young stay until they grow a little bit older, and then they leave. I have seen loons on water in November, but this one was one I saw this week. Uh, probably the biggest migrant surprise, even more so than the loon, was in the world of insects, and I saw a monarch butterfly. It came by on Tuesday when we had a very warm day, but we also had strong winds from the south. Uh, winds from the south, that is going to hurt that monarch butterfly because that's the direction it wanted to fly. And though the temperature on uh, Tuesday was certainly warm enough for that monarch butterfly, uh, the next couple days were probably not very good for it. Also on Tuesday, I saw another butterfly, a Compton tortoiseshell. Compton tortoiseshell is one of the butterflies that hibernates for the winter. And I thought, that's interesting. We have two responses to winter here, seeing in butterflies in one day, one migrating, one hibernating. Uh, last week, I saw two other butterflies, the sulfur and the cabbage, and both of those are examples of butterflies that will succumb. They will not make it through the winter. So the butterflies run, pretty much run the gamut when dealing with uh, dealing with winter. Also this week, I saw some um, little metal hawk dragonflies, some uh, grasshoppers, and uh, I've had one evening Temperatures in the 40s, and right there in the window was a moth. And that continues to happen as we go through October. We have late-season moths. I have given them the nickname of uh, World Series moths because they show up at about that time. And that's typical for them. They reach maturity at this time. Uh, the trees are still having lots and lots of leaves. Uh, the reds have pretty well faded. There's still trees out there with reds. I've seen a lot of sumac. I saw during my walk this morning, I saw a cherry, I saw a juneberry that both had some leaves, but the big ones of the maples and so forth, they're pretty well past their color and dropped their red leaves. However, there is a lot of yellows out there, and they will continue, and so it's still very interesting to see lots of leaves. And adding to the yellows, take a look out in the swamps, and you might see the first of the tamaracks turning yellow. They're usually somewhere a 
around the 20th of October, but I've been seeing quite a few of them lately. Also of interest is a, a thing I saw this morning that I thought it was really cool. There are still a few wildflowers that are still in bloom. Uh, yesterday, I saw some really great patches of a big, tall aster known as New England aster, dark purple, and they are tough. They are hardy. They last as long as they can. Well, this morning on my walk, I saw wildflowers that had snow coating them, and I thought that's an interesting combination. This is also a good time to see the milkweed pods opening up and throwing out their leafy, their, their, their seeds that uh, kind of drift around like parachutes in the wind. Uh, milkweeds bloomed way back in July, but they wait till now till they open their seed pods. And it's, I saw a whole field of them one day this week. And with this moisture, it's not too late that there still might be some mushrooms out there. Yesterday on my walk, I saw a few, and I'm sure there'll be a few more. So before this whole thing melts, and it becomes just a memory, get out there and take a look. It's really, really, a really a beautiful morning. So take care. Have a good one. You as well, Larry. Thanks so much. That's Larry Weber. Larry is an educator, author, and naturalist, and he joins us every Friday for Backyard Almanac.